What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Game Overs, episode 151, Saturday, July 29, 2023. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined as always by Rick. What's up? Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Rick. I'm here. You're here. We're all here. Talk about ramen. No, just kidding. We're talking about video games. Yeah. If you're here for the pre-show, we had a very in-depth conversation about ramen. So, you know, you got to come in early for that. You know, it's like your, 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 your parents always tell you, if you're not like 30 minutes early, you're late. So get here early so you can see some of the cool pre-show stuff. True. But anyway, man, let's start where you always start. Tell the people what you've been playing. Forspoken. Yes, I'm surprised you're playing that now. And now, why are you surprised that I'm playing that? I yeah, I thought it was. I thought you didn't like it. <laughs> I thought you put well, it down and said like you didn't like it. You're gonna pick it up again. Well, no, I played the demo uh, before, and yeah, that demo did not impress you. <laughs> no, it was it was the demo was okay. I was like, wow, I would buy oh. this if it weren't like seventy dollars in the uh, games. It's a seventy dollar game. Cool. Oh, I thought differently. Anyway, <laughs> so how did you think of it then? Well, the okay, so the reason I got it was because not it only because $7. yeah, it was I got it for twenty eight dollars. It's probably still twenty eight on Green Man. That's where I got okay. it. Okay. And I just had this this in the back of my mind. Every time everyone talks about that game, they don't talk about the fucking game. They talk about the dialogue and how bad it is, right? I watch reviews that talk about the game. Well, yeah, and every review is gonna... and like unresponsive the combat is. But yeah, you're, you're right. A lot of the the main discourse is about the dialogue. Yeah, and they're like the dialogue's not great. I'm not gonna sit here yeah. and tell you the dialogue's great, or right. it it almost it almost comes off as like remember like remember the PS3 games where they were like very budget and. The, the the voiceovers didn't sound like they were coming from the characters. It almost sounded like... I mean, there's a lot of games that do this. Like, mostly, like, anime games do this where, I don't know, all, like, the voice work sounds like it's coming from, like, a soundstage. It doesn't sound like it's coming from the characters. It's, like, that exactly kind of... Yeah. It's that kind of shit where there's, like, a disconnect. I can look past it. The game's fun. Like Borderlands Three has some cringe ass dialogue, and there are some parts that I fucking straight up hate. Yeah, but I'll still play the games. It's fun. So, yeah. So the game, the game, yeah, is fun. Okay. Like the That's combat good. is fun. The exploration is fun. Once you get to it. <laughs> because like there's this whole opening segment that's really bad it's bad and boring like before you actually get to the open world shit um and like that stuff's just not very good it's just like in new york and oh man like none of the cutscenes are like everything about this game that you're not playing it is bad okay <laughs> Like the cut again, like it does that like PS3 era shit. It just feels like a PS3 game, which is insane to me. Yeah. Because, well, for, they're charging seventy dollars for this game, so you expect a little bit more quality out of it. But none of yeah. the cutscenes are like, the cutscenes are all like segmented from each other. Even like there's no there's no 
logical transition between anything even when the scene doesn't change at all it'll fade to black and fade back into the scene the same scene even though the scene hasn't changed at all you know, like what the fuck are these fade outs man like it, it oh, just that feels would, like that would drive me nuts that would drive me nuts i got add so if i see so like distracting ass like transition it doesn't do anything i'm gonna be like what the fuck is this it's gonna yeah it's super bad so uh, it's hard to explain unless you see it but yeah when you see it you're like is this like a ps3 game dude because that's that's the era where i remember that shit was like happening a lot it was just yeah so yeah, I was like, everything that's not you playing the game is is bad up to the point where you actually get to the open world. Okay, Saints Row 3 does that a lot, where it's like the mission just ends and there's no cutscene. It's just fade to black, mission's over. And I'm like, what? No, that would <laughs> like, be more tolerable to me than what this game does, because it'll be you're watching a cutscene and then a character will stop talking. It'll fade to black, fade back in on the next character who's oh, still in the same theory. scene and i'm like why did you have to cut for this you can just <laughs> you can just you have like examples of it because i'm having trouble like imagining it like i feel like i gotta see it like see how I, i'm playing it i do so my uh my uh i was recording when i was playing this the other day and it like it, it stopped recording so Ooh. i only got like half of my um half of my shit but there's a scene where they they drag her into a like a courtroom and so there's like five or six cuts there's at least five or six to where you're like you finally you enter the open world and you don't know you don't you don't meet any people but then you um you run into this like city and you're like hey hey uh and then like the guards just look at you and then it cuts and it fades back in you're arrested and they're dragging what? you into <laughs> That's oh my god! That's annoying. <laughs> I hate that. I hate uh, that. No, there's more. It drags you like into this uh, like cathedral or something, and then it cuts there, fades back in, and now you're in a courtroom, and then they're like deliberating on what you are. It's like monster. Uh, it cuts there phase back in the scene hasn't changed at all but now there's a girl talking like i will vouch for her and then it cuts there phase back in the scene doesn't change at all uh, it's like <laughs> it's like that just over and over man some some scenes are better than others like where it doesn't like do this a lot but that scene in particular i was just like why does it need to cut so many times just like give us a, a like a logical transition here because yeah it's just it's crazy but uh aside from that like actually playing the game the game itself is is pretty fun once you actually get to it there's like an hour of of setup before you actually get into the game the combat's really fun it's really fast-paced yeah it actually the game actually reminds me a lot of it feels like a Final Fantasy, and and just the way it presents. Enix, right? Like, yeah, but you know they don't always make like a Final Fantasy when they make a game. Yeah, when they make a Final Fantasy, they don't make a. They don't always make. Yeah. A Final so like even like just you know going back to oh how it feels like a PS3 game, it feels like Final Fantasy, uh, thirteen, 
is what like the the feelings that I got from it, especially like from the soundtrack. It it just it it gave me those like same Final Fantasy thirteen vibes with like a with a Final Fantasy fifteen skin on it because graphically yeah. it's um you know graphically it's it's pretty good you know it's yeah. using like ray tracing and and shit like that so you know it's got the the modern visuals it looks pretty good but um yeah it's just I don't know. Like I'm not gonna sit here and tell you it's the greatest game ever made because it's not. Yeah. No one, I don't, I don't think anyone will believe you because that. But, but. The, the, <laughs> the game, the gameplay is way better than the presentation in terms of like the cinematics and the dialogue and the everything else. I like, actually, once you actually sit down and play it, you're like, oh, this is this is actually pretty fun. So yeah. Uh yeah. I don't know. I think that's all I got to say about that. Yes. All right. Well, no, it's, it looks it looks okay. Like, it doesn't look like a bad game. Like, a lot of people talk about how cringe the dialogue is. Like, I get that. Yeah. And that's totally fine, understandable. It's but, doing... like, how's the gameplay? I first the gameplay is, like, super floaty and, like, not very precise. But I don't know about like, that. It's I mean, badass. It's... Like, people tell me, like, you look, you look, you definitely look and feel badass playing it, but it's floaty in a way that you're like jumping and dodging and you know like parkouring a lot even during yeah. like during tra traversal just exploring but also during combat you're just jumping and dodging and doing air attacks and con everything's very fluid everything yeah. kind of it's like batman combat but what if you could just like fly a little bit <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and like, what if you can do like shit midair and then like dodge and then do like a midair dash and then just air combo stuff? Um, it was like that almost. So like Batman with like less gravity. <laughs> All right. I understand completely now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So and it looks like fun. Like, I'll, I'll play it eventually. But, yeah. yeah. Right, for 28 bucks, it's, it's, I think that's a good price. Um, but yeah, I would say don't, don't get it for, don't get it for the story because oh yeah, it's bad. So, <laughs> oh yeah, which is, I don't know. They, they like when the, the lead up to this game, they were throwing out names like Amy Hennig and you're like, oh shit, Amy Hennig's on this probably going to be a pretty good story, but I don't yeah. know what, I don't know what her involvement was, but it probably was not. <laughs> It probably was not in anything involving the direct story here because it's not. Yeah. It's not good. Also, like I've I've evolved past like playing games for the story. I don't want to sound like an asshole saying it, but I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I've evolved past playing games for the story. Like if your if your selling point is how good the story is, it's not going to earn any points for me. <laughs> yeah, and this game, the problem is when you like lean heavily on a story like it'd be fine if it was just here give me a game and it happens to have a story but when it when it's like they give you a story and it just happens to be a game there too and the story's bad then you know yeah not as no, I, I, yeah. enjoyable um the 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 motif in this game is that it's like a Alice in Wonderland thing. They actually like she when you go back to her apartment, she has like Alice in Wonderland, and she's like, "Oh yeah, 
Yes. I love this. I love this. Yeah. yeah. The original but It just doesn't do anything to pay off. You know, like isn't Alice in Wonderland and even um even like what's the yellow brick road one? Uh Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Like same thing. It's like th- those are supposed to be like Oh, I hate it here and I want to go somewhere else and then you go somewhere else and you're like you love it but then you hate it and you're like oh no I want to go back home and then you learn your lesson <laughs> of yeah. why home was home was in the heart all along yeah exactly that, I don't, that's I don't... the theme that people forget about with those. <laughs> instead people adopt it like oh look how cool everything is in Alice in Wonderland like yeah 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 so that's how this starts where like her life sucks before she goes yeah. to the thing but she has like nothing though like i can't i don't imagine she go she comes back to this and she's like oh the gangsters that wanted to kill me before i left i and burned my house down and now i have nothing i love you like she has nothing to come back so i have no idea how this resolves yeah, but i'm yeah, super... to come back like oh my goodness that was so scary uh, all this crazy stuff happened and you were there and you were there. Yeah, yeah. That's why that's why I wanted to happen. Like when she cause she gets arrested when she goes to the the new land. It's called Athia. When she goes to Athia, she gets arrested. the game opens up in New York her like in like a courtroom getting arrested and shit. And so what I what I thought was gonna happen was that the judge in the beginning was gonna be the judge in Athia. But that is yeah, not at all. That would have made sense yeah, to the yeah. motifs that they're trying to follow here. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's not at all what happens. So yeah, it's a straight like, like a straight isekai. Like your life sucks here. Here's a place where your life is better, and you can be a badass. Like yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's um, it's a fun game to play. <laughs> yeah, but the story is just not great not great at all yeah which i'm not surprised like with the dialogue that cringy like i think the story was that followed it's gonna be really good either so yeah and the dial it's supposed to be cringy it's supposed to be cringy dialogue i think like they're not they're not shying away from the fact that it's like supposed to be like a cheesy game you know or in terms of the dialogue and the presentation it's supposed to be a little cheesy in the regard, in the same regard that you know, Avenger. They they use the word. I, this is a new word to me, which is um, Wheaton esque or the Wheaton. Wheaton esque, like, where it's not a comedy, but they have these like these like quips and like yeah 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 yeah. yeah. I I kind of hate that. <laughs> which I did some searching. I did some search when I when I when, when, where did I find someone used that word, and I was like. Okay, I want to search this word and see where the origin is or what, like, which I guess it came from like Buffy, the vampire slave, or, or some shit like that. But when I searched I it, that. I searched it and nothing but four spoken came up. And I was like, okay, this is what the fuck. <laughs> so is it Wheatness or Weedness? Because his name's Joss Whedon. Whedon, yeah. Yeah, okay. Whedon, Whedon esque, the Whedon, yeah, okay. Whedonifying. Yeah. Yeah, which I could I could see that like being a term. Now that's that you said it, I'm like I could I could see that. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah I was just watching something on YouTube and someone used that term to describe something else that's that came out recently, 
uh, I think it was like a TV show or a movie and someone used that term and I was like, okay, I got to search this now because that's a new term. And then, yeah, nothing but Forspoken came up, which sparked my interest in yeah. purchasing it. Uh, and yeah, I would say, yeah, it's just, it's a okay video game, but you know, the story is not yeah there, which, yeah, I don't really care about the story really, so. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, if you don't care about the story, I think it'd be okay. Like, yeah, it's whatever. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I will play the game eventually. Like, I, I, I will one day play this game. Um, I don't know when it's gonna happen. Maybe when it's like a lot cheaper, or maybe if it comes to Game Pass one day. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe but, with uh, there's some new dealings with with Square Enix and, and Xbox. Yeah. We'll get into yeah. but yeah. So we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. And um, yeah. So that's the four spoken hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you were playing Antichamber too, which was also the um, that was I remember that game was being announced or coming out. People were calling it like the new portal. Like, what'd you think of it? Yeah, um, new portal. So I missed the, I missed this train whenever it it left yeah. ten years ago. <laughs> so, um, but again, it keep, it keeps getting brought up, and it's been in my wish list for a very long time. So I was like, yeah, I should check this out, and yeah, I think it was on sale again. It was another one. I was just like on sale, so. I finally grabbed it. And so, yeah, Portal, it's it's interesting going back to this game with the hindsight of the games that have done this. Uh, you know, games like The Witness and, and the, like, Talos Principle and shit like that that have done yeah. this again and again. And, you know, maybe they've done it better or they've done it worse or... In yeah. any case, this game has, this game is kind of the original this, right? So, yeah. and what is it? It's like a puzzle game. You're, you're solving puzzles in a 3D environment. And you don't really have like a lot of abilities. You can run, you can walk, and you can jump. And that's about it. Until, like, you find there's some things you can find, like, there's a gun you can find that lets you manipulate, like, blocks. Um, and, like, that's it. And the whole time you're going, there's panels on the wall that give you a life affirming message <laughs> that um, also has to do with is linked to the puzzle that you just solved. So you go, okay. you, you'll solve a puzzle, and then on the wall after the puzzle, it'd be like, Sometimes you just have to run through your problems and because you had to like, there was a wall in front of you and you just had to walk yeah. through it and that was a puzzle. So that's the game. And then at, at like almost every point, the game's subverting your expectations of what you think you're going to expect next or, or, you know, it keeps throwing stuff at you that mm -hmm. you you learned a thing previously and then once you like reuse that thing you learned to solve the next puzzle basically mm -hmm. 
and it's very interesting in that in the way that it's designed in the way that it's um just presented i mean like yeah i i would say like the witness is probably like my closest analog to this in terms of yeah the way I that play the witness like everyone tells me how good it is so i haven't played it it's good if you like puzzle games if you don't yeah. like puzzles you're gonna I hate like puzzles. it i fox with some puzzles yeah but it's straight puzzle like it's puzzle ass <laughs> yeah. puzzles that's the thing that's fine but also it, it wants you to think outside the box too and that's okay. and that's also like how this game works like it wants you to think outside the box but while at the same time you're in the box so it's it's hard to it's hard to explain you know it's hard to talk about this game because it's a game that's like literally intertwined with its mechanics it's just a mechanics game you know so yeah um it's it's super interesting i think i think for me it's it's not as impressive as it would have been if i had played it when it came out you know yeah because we do have we do have games like the witness that have done this again and again even portal you know, which like, yeah, I also went back to play Portal like recently and I just wasn't, I wasn't feeling it as much as I think I should have been feeling it if I played it yeah. back when it was new, you know? So, but it is a, it is a very enjoyable game. I'm playing it on my, uh, my Steam Deck, which is a perfect, perfect, you know, just lean back and chill and just do some puzzles. And it's like, um, it's almost like it's more it's more this game is more closer to the witness than it is portal i think because yeah. it's more open it's yeah. like um it's more like i i for for anyone who doesn't who's not familiar with the witness it's like a metroidvania but you're you're not in a traditional metroidvania you're blocked off your your path is blocked by abilities that you have to get somewhere else in the game right but an anti-chamber and even the witness your your path is only blocked by your knowledge so if you if you if you played that game from the beginning with the knowledge you would have had if you played it already you could just blow past everything because you know your knowledge is the only key knowledge is the key knowledge is the key (laughs) <laughs> um yeah like knowledge is is the ability that you're upgrading as you play the game yeah so you physically like learning like yeah yeah all this stuff and, yeah okay, that's cool so you could skip to the end of the game if you have the knowledge of what is required of you so for, almost for like almost like tunic then because tunic's super similar right like knowing like like learning what stuff does to help you progress yeah like tunic also tunic is different because oh no tunic is the same tunic is the same but it's a little different because it is knowledge and you do get that knowledge by playing the game but it is it's it's the kind of game that rewards 
um a new game plus because yeah. it's the same thing once you have the knowledge you can just do this shit and um it makes things easier yeah yeah so i i like games that do that because it's um it's a different it's a it's a different experience once you because yeah. you don't have to get um you know you don't have to run through the game and get okay now i have the the missiles so i can go through yeah. this door now i have the electric shot so now i can do this um yeah so like an anti-chamber at any point you can hit the escape key and you can just choose a starting point you can just teleport anywhere so if you had somewhere that you didn't quite know what to do yet you can just go right back to it just teleport straight back to it and it's like oh i know what the fuck i have here there is a thing there are things you get in anti-chamber so it's not it's not 100 percent like uh, a knowledge thing because there are things you have to get but it it makes it easier to get those things once you have the knowledge of what what you're doing there's also there's like a timer too there's a timer that runs down from the from the beginning um that i didn't know what to do with and once it once it hits um is it zero i guess it's like just like for speedrunners but um yeah I don't know. It's a it's a cool game, man. It's a it's a cool game. So I'll definitely check it out. Like it looks pretty cool. I heard about it like got on like ten years ago. When I heard about it. I thought this looks cool. Yeah. Um, and I'll check it out. And I just never did. <laughs> so I'll definitely look into it. It looks cool. Um, I haven't been playing anything cool. I'm still playing Diablo Four. Like that's still like my main addiction now. It's it's fucking bad, dude. I'm addicted to this game. Look horrible. I'm playing it right now, dog. I'm like, damn. I am. I am bad. Like, I'm down bad for this game, dude. I cannot. I, I cannot overstate like how much I'm into this game. And I was talking to a buddy of mine about it because like we're both like huge Diablo fans, and he was mentioning how like he can't talk about his favorite games of all time and not include Diablo three with how much time he spent in it. And I was like, I can. And she's like, well, how? It's like you spend so much time with the game. And I was like, this doesn't mean it's like my favorite game. Like, I'm, I'm sure like a heroin addict doesn't talk about heroin as one of their hobbies. Like, <laughs> that's the same way like I talk about Diablo. It's an addiction that I'm kind of embarrassed to have. Um, but it's still a lot of fun. Even with some of the shit people were shit talking about, like, it's still I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, I just started the new, I beat the game a little while ago. I started the new season with a Druid because I want to run through a Druid. And it's a lot of fun playing a druid, but I'm not killing stuff nearly as fast as I was as a necromancer. Um, yeah, my survivability is there. Like I'm, I'm not dying at all anymore. But I'm also taking a lot longer to kill shit than I feel comfortable with. Um, but I'm still having a blast with it. I'm still. I think this is a fun ass game. And yeah, so you're not really you're not bad. using any of the classes that are fucked. Like it'd be a different I story. Sorcerer, you... I heard a, the sorcerer got kind of buff with their new like with their new like campfire chat or whatever. Yeah, they're I spending heard... a lot of time on the sorcerer, specifically the my sorcerer, which is a lightning yeah. sorcerer. They're buffing yeah. the fuck out of lightning. I and... hear it's like jump into the top of the leaderboards now in terms well, of. I don't of, know. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about. I don't know if that patch is out yet. But if it is, I might um, load the game up. 
I was looking up like because I was looking up like what are some of the best builds for this season right now. Cause like I wanted to play Druid, but I'm like, well, if it's gonna give me like a a sub like optimal playthrough, I might just try something else. And all the lists were like Rogue and and Sorcerer were like at the top of them. Rogue, Sorcerer, and Necromancer are the top. Interesting. Um, Druid was actually towards the bottom, but I think that's more just to do with like the damage output and the potential, because it takes a little while to like get the build really going. Um. And that's like, I still played it anyway, because I think I, I convinced myself I'm going to play the Druid either way, regardless of what people tell me, because the Druid looks cool. Um, but Sorcerer scores the top of the list. I didn't see what builds of Sorcerer at the top, but I was seeing Sorcerer at the top. So something you might want to check out, <laughs> like look into it. That's the thing about like Diablo too, is that like, you got to like, you kind of got to play to the meta a little bit which a lot yeah. of people don't like to do. Like, there's not a lot of freedom to, like, kind of build how you want. Yeah. Um, there is some freedom to play how you want building up to the game, but once you hit that end game, you've got to, like, to make some meaningful progress, you've got to play the meta. And it's... That's something that turns a lot of people off of it, but I don't mind it. I, I have fun with it. I, I'm a fighting game fan, so I read, like, leaderboards and bracket stuff all the time, so... And it's it's also like understanding like what plays to your strengths as a player too. Like there's a lot of things that go into it. It's not just picking like the highest rated class and rolling with that. It's like what you need to do to get that class to that level and if that jives with like how you want to play the game. So yeah. It's still fun. I'm still having fun. This season's cool. I like the uh the mutagens that they introduced, the uh the malignants. Though those are cool. I think that's a really cool little thing. Um I I can't wait until I get a little bit deeper into it. I start hitting some of the end game shit. Um, that's gonna be a lot of fun. And yeah, I'm having a blast with it. Um, everyone tells me the new Path of Exile stuff is gonna blow this out of the water. I haven't seen yeah. that yet, so I'm excited oh, yeah. to talk about it. Oh, yeah, so I'm whoa. excited to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. Um, I really wanna see that because from people telling are telling me like that's kind of what people are wanting from Diablo 4, and if it's free to play, I don't know how it's gonna... I don't know how it's gonna, like... I don't know how it's gonna, um... satiate those players, you know? <laughs> um, what else are I gonna say? I'm, all, I'm still playing fucking, uh... <laughs> I'm still fucking playing, um... Tears of the Kingdom. Like, I, I don't think I'm ever gonna stop playing that. <laughs> It's just to take a little break from it because I kind of burned myself out from playing it so much. So I'm going to play Diablo for a little while and get back into Tears of the Kingdom. Still an incredible game. I, my wife and I were out and about a little bit yesterday, so I had some time to play into it. And it's still a great game. Really fun exploration. Just I'm still just amazed how good the dungeons are in that game. It's literally everything I had wrong with. Uh, I, everything I had, every beef I have Breath of the Wild is like fixed in Tears of the Kingdom. So the dungeons are proper dungeons. Um, the stuff you get from them are like proper like unlocks and you use those to get through the dungeon. It's just super cool. And the scale of that game is like not like anything I've ever seen before. It's incredible how I don't know what black magic Nintendo did to get this game to run on Switch at all, but it's incredible. Like there are some games that are coming out on modern, more powerful systems that can't do what this is doing. Yeah, I need and, to get uh, back to 
Tears of the Kingdom, man. It's incredible, dude. It's incredible still. Like, there's some shit in here. I'm just like, how is this possible in this game? Like, and the stuff I'm seeing on fucking TikTok that people are doing, just stuff I didn't even think that the develop that the developers like took into account with playing the game. Like, oh my god, it's insane. <laughs> is uh is Pikmin fucking on fire right now? I haven't heard anyone talk about Pikmin, which is crazy. That that came okay. out already, didn't it? A new one. I'm seeing a lot of stuff for Pikmin. So. Yeah. And not because yeah. I want to, just because I, yeah, it's just, it keeps coming up. And I'm like, are people fucking into Pikmin now? Like, yeah, probably. yeah. But yeah, if, you, if you're not seeing it, then maybe it's just targeting me. Maybe. I'm seeing a lot of Tears of the Kingdom stuff, and that's, that's probably why. That's what like, my targeted ads are like showing me. But yeah. I mean, it could be. Maybe people are into Pikmin again. I don't know. But, but yeah, I'm having fun with Breath of the Wild. I'm having fun with Tears of the Kingdom. I'm still having fun with fucking. I'm still having fun with Tears of the Kingdom. So I'm having fun with Diablo 4. Like, having a kid, it's kind of hard to like find the time to play Diablo. I get a couple hours at night when the kid goes to sleep. And it's not even consistent because if he wakes up, I got to put him back to sleep. But. <laughs> I am having fun with it. Um, and the game somewhat respects my time a little bit. Like, I had a moment yesterday that, the other day, that fucking pissed me off. And I was, like, upset. I thought I wasted all this time, but it turns out I didn't. Um, so at the end of the game, you can do what are called uh, the world tree. Or the, what, what is it fucking called? The knowledge tree? Um, this oh, tree the, of the tree souls. Of whisper, the tree, tree of whispers, yeah. Uh, yeah. And you can take these like quests for, and at the end of the, if you do a, not all these quests, you fill up this bar, you can turn them in, and you have this like, and he gives you this like loot cache with like all this stuff. And it's very similar to some of the uh, conquests, I think is what they're called in Diablo 3. The difference is you had to do those like in a session. Like once, whatever progress you made, if you quit out that session, you lost it. And it changes every time you log back in. And I thought that's how these worked, because those of you who don't know, Diablo 4 is always online. And as I was, I finished all my whispers, I was going to turn them in. The fucking, my internet, like, crashed. I guess, oh. like, Xfinity was having a fucking, was doing maintenance. So I was pissed. I was like, I just lost, like, all this progress. It doesn't take that long to do your whispers, but... I did all of them, and then I, I was about to turn them in, and I lost it. So I thought in my brain, I was like, oh, this is fucking gone. I gotta do it over again. This fucking sucks. I went to bed angry. <laughs> and then um, I woke up the next day, went to work, uh, did all my work shit, and came home. I was like, okay, let it go and log in, do these whispers again. And I just picked up where I left off. Like, all my whispers were done. I still had to turn them in. So I was like, okay, that's cool. I was expecting it to, like reset everything but it didn't yeah. and i'm really happy it didn't because you, uh, this is diablo 3 or what happened <laughs> you get anything good from that tree because i did that once and got garbage and i never looked at it again i got a bunch of like rare stuff and i think i got a legendary ring out of it so that was cool okay um, that's more than i got maybe they updated that well also like it's a random chance so the higher your tier well the, the sure, better chance you'll get a but, stuff for sure sure 
but you know there should be like a guaranteed rare at the very least I remember I, I did that shit and got nothing but blues. I was like, this is bullshit. I was, it was all rares for me. What level were you when you did it? Were you like, this was just like end game or? This was end game. I was level 50 something. And yeah, that's weird. You just got a really bad roll, dog. Cause yeah, like, I remember I didn't do I'm... it until I unlocked world tier three. And I was like, yeah, let me look at this whisper shit. And I did it. You and got I, a really bad roll then. Dude, it was that like... shit. It was like, you know, the, the, tre- the chests in the map that need the keys. I remember yeah. I was like, I keep seeing these shits. I don't have the keys. So I bought a key. You got to buy the keys. And then once you run into the, one of these chests, you can finally open it. I opened one of them shits, man. Nothing. Garbage. Trash. I was like, this is bullshit. Never again. Never again. <laughs> so. I just turned in um, my whispers. I just got nothing but like rare one-handed weapons. No legendaries, but they're all rare. So. Maybe it's just you just got a bad roll, dude. Because, like, I usually get at least one rare from, like, all of them. It should be a um, guaranteed legendary at the very, like, if you do all that shit, you should get a guaranteed legendary, dude. Maybe at world tier four, you might. Maybe. I would argue that. But at this lower level, like, I'm level, like, 27, world tier two. I haven't even maxed out my character yet for the season, and I'm getting like, like rares. So, like a guaranteed legendary would just break everything so early. No, because you got to do um, a lot of work to get to that, and you just get one, just one, just one well, legendary. What's, what's cool with the game too is that like everything. How can I word? Everything revolves around the grind. You're doing more than one thing when you're doing that. Like when you run your whispers, you know each whisper is like these whispers are like oh kill a hundred enemies in this area or complete this dungeon or do this event so you're not just like running these whispers you're also like killing enemies you're doing events you're doing dungeons and you get gear and stuff from doing those on top of it and some of those events give you like murmuring obols which you can turn into the what's the fucking guy called that takes those things um the purveyor of curiosities so you can like have a chance to get even more stuff so by the time you're done doing all your whispers it's like oh you've had all these opportunities to roll for legendary gear and then when you're done you can turn in those opals to gamble on more legendary gear so that's why i'm not like too upset about it because all this stuff like works together to like do it um but I can understand where it's frustrating for you when you do all this shit and you get nothing but rares. Like, it's garbage. Like, that's dumb as yeah. hell. I don't know what happened with you. You just got some shit luck because that sucks. It's that. It's um, like, the, it's those and also the, the loot goblin. Garbage. Every time I run into this motherfucker, garbage. I chase him down <laughs> the map. I'm like, yo, I'm going to get some loot from this goblin. Trash. Dude, you're just getting really bad rolls because it hasn't been garbage for me. I get like a ton of rares from them, some murmuring old bulls, and it's all been good for me. I haven't had any issues with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're. You just got some shit luck, dog. Like that sucks. I feel bad for you. Yeah, I guess so. um, yeah but no, I'm having fun with it still. Um, moving on, we got Final Fantasy 14 announced for Xbox. So yeah. that's cool. It's been so, like a, yeah, it's been, half a decade or some shit. I was going to say, yeah, how long has Final Fantasy XIV been out? Let me look it up, actually. 
I'm gonna yeah. Google it. Final Fantasy least, 14 release since date. PS3. No, Final Fantasy 14 was a PS4 launch title. No, I think it uh, ever came out on PS3. No, it was on PS3. I don't think so. I'm looking. Yeah, it, up it was right on now. PS3. I I promise you. <laughs> I promise you, it was on PS3. Maybe not Realm Reborn, but the original was on PS3, definitely. I don't have time to like set all this. Um, no, I'm right, but so you're fine. It came out 2010, Fantasy 14. Maybe the original Fall FF 14. But what about the when it got like rebooted? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't, I don't know if Realm Reborn was on PS3, but I know the the original was. I played yeah, that, it. That's when it. I was. I don't, I don't think it ever came out to console until a Realm Reborn though. I might be wrong though. No, the PS3 was it was on PS3. <laughs> I played it on PS3 when it. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, you're before, right. Release worldwide, PlayStation 3, Windows. Oh, in 2013, so it came out on PS3 and Windows 2013, and that was Realm Reborn that came out 2013. The original came out in 2010. That was only on Windows. Um, that's wrong here. that's wrong okay then well the original I was on ps3 i promise you <laughs> i play i played the closed beta for that on ps3 it must have been realm reborn then because like... no, it was the it was the oh no I, it might have been realm reborn i don't know man realm reborn is weird because um it wasn't it's like a reboot and a sequel to like Final Fantasy 14 at the same time so it's yeah kind of yeah weird. yeah yeah it wasn't like it wasn't like hey here's realm reborn it was like here's Final Fantasy 14 on PS3 so yeah it, yeah. it might have been realm reborn but I know that game was on PS3 yeah I played the shit out um, of it any who's all that's finally coming to uh, Xbox consoles with the Xbox Series X and S. Yeah. And that's cool. But as we were talking about in the Discord, which you can also like hop in and talk with us. Yeah. Um, anyone who wanted to play it is already already found a way to play it. Like, I don't think anyone knew is gonna be playing on Xbox. Um Yeah. But you never know. Like I might be wrong. If I'm wrong, I like to, I like to be wrong with these things. Like yeah, I I was thinking maybe if they did something with Game Pass, they could integrate something like that with it. Yeah, for sure. Or um, they're they're extending this is for everyone. They're extending the trial period to um to extend up to the Stormborn Storm Crown or whatever the fuck it's called. That's cool. And Endwalker. Is it Endwalker or is it Storm Crown? Either way, um, they're 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 extending the the free trial period up to uh, the next part of DLC, so which is great because that's like eight hundred hours worth of content <laughs> for free that you can just play. So that's great, but everyone gets that, not just like Xbox guys. So, um, but they're saying the Xbox version is gonna have four K on Series X. It's going to have faster loading. I don't know what there they're comparing that to, but 
is going to be faster than something. Faster loading. Well, the Xbox has one of the fastest SSDs on the market, doesn't it? The Series X? Or am I making that up? Uh, At least before I you get to think, PC. Yeah, I think the PS5 does... Uh, hard to say. To there's to there's think, nothing that like, really takes advantage of it, so it's hard to say. But yeah, except for like Ratchet and Clank, I think takes yeah, advantage like, of it on PlayStation. Ratchet's the only one that I know that really does, or like even like I you can do like low time comparisons like that, but there's no real Xbox game that's really pushing like look at these low times or yeah. so hard to say. But they don't really say in this little bullet point here it just says with faster loading but faster than what this game's never been on xbox before so what is it faster than yeah i was trying to compare the load times like windows and playstation um i also heard with its newest update what's their newest expansion it's gonna be getting a graphical update too so uh that's dawn, like dawn trail yeah something like that um so that's like a thing i'm not i'm not a fan of like final fantasy the the final fantasy mmo um i'm not a big mmo guy at all honestly i've tried to get in mmos um like more convincing people have tried like there's i bought final fantasy funny story i bought final fantasy our own reborn because this girl i was trying to spit some game at was playing it <laughs> and i just i could not get into it i could not get into it and i tried playing the the fucking the star wars mmo and i was having fun with it until i had to do the mmo shit and i couldn't get yeah, into it see anymore. the problem is you're playing um, mmos you're playing uh, diablo 4 is an mmo kind of yeah and um i think if you played a game that just happened to be massively online you'd like it better like pso2 which is better than final fantasy 14 and that I'm game's... sure they're like I think it's just the, the the traditional MMO gameplay loop is what I just don't like. Yeah. But uh, the uh but the um if it's a gameplay loop I already like that happens to be a, like massively online like you said like Diablo or if there was like a Monster Hunter MMO I might fuck with that pretty hard, you know. Yeah, that's um, basically what PSO2 is. PSO2 is like open world Monster Hunter, but what if you had like guns and shit? What if it was like sci-fi? Okay, I could fuck with that. It's on Game Pass, so I should just download it and play it. Is it? Oh <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I just gotta download it and play it already. Like, Piece I think of... I downloaded it once and I just never played it, so I deleted it. <laughs> Piece of Two is the best example I have because I just love the I love the character customization in it. It's like the best game ever for character customization. You can yeah. like even. Even for the, even the base character, like when you just start your character and you're in the thing, even that is better than anything else any other game has done. And we're not even getting into once you actually play the game and you start unlocking more outfits and accessories and shit to put on your character. It just it, it's a whole new it's a whole new thing. So, like even for just that, it's better than ninety percent of other games, and it being free. On top of that, is very, very crazy. See, that's cool. I could fuck with that. Like, that sounds fun. Um, I might give that a shot then when I'm done, like, being addicted to Diablo. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, once I'm done playing Diablo, I'll get into that. But yeah, that's that's what we're seeing with um these games here and well, Final Fantasy coming to Xbox again. I don't know what that's gonna do for Xbox players or Final Fantasy 14's bottom line, but I'm excited to see like where that yeah. goes. Anytime it's... a game becomes available on a console, it wasn't on before. Like it's cool to see like what happens with it. Yeah, um, it's part of they when they announced this. They also said that it's a the beginning of a new partnership between Xbox and Square Enix. So this is the first of many. Yeah, hopefully. Uh collaborations between them you know maybe maybe we'll see some uh like you know final fantasy 7 remake gets on there or uh... that'd be cool as hell <laughs> i would love to see ff7 remake on xbox um, um yeah de- definitely like with game pass they can do a lot of damage i think yeah they could fuck the game up if they Get some Game Pass shit on there. Even yeah, like, agree. even I don't even know if uh, Kingdom Hearts is on there yet. Kingdom Hearts yeah. is on Xbox. It is okay. Okay, it's on sale right now. Actually, the whole like franchise. Oh, nice. It's on sale right now. I thought of rebuying it just to have it on Xbox, but I'm like, nah. The only game that would get a benefit from like the performance boost on my Xbox would be like Kingdom Hearts three, and I didn't really like Kingdom Hearts three, so. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. Um. Anytime I see like game companies collaborating, I like to see that because I want to see like what shit they put out together. And yeah, yeah seeing Xbox and Square Enix do some shit is going to be cool as hell. Um, speaking of Xbox, we also got an update to Xbox Home. So that's cool to see. I haven't seen it yet because I haven't booted up my Xbox in a while. So, like, what are some of these big updates that we're seeing? Um, it makes it easy to go to your library, the Microsoft Store, Xbox Game Pass, search and settings at the very top of your home by Good. introducing a quick access menu. Good. I feel like I have to like jump around menus to get to my library. It's really annoying. <laughs> it is not intuitive at all. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool to see. Well, this is a topic um, that I, I was hoping you had more input on this because, you know, you have a Series X so I thought I that you would I have. I wish I did. I haven't booted up my Xbox in a couple days. Like I'll uh, be honest, that's not true. I booted up my Xbox to play like Super Kitties for my son, and like that's it. Super Kitties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's into Super Kitties now. I don't even know what that is. That's that's right. I it's know a, what that a, is. It's a cartoon show. Like okay. It's it's like Paw Patrol, but. We're in a cab house, so I don't. I refuse to let my kid watch Paw Patrol. Um, um, I say that as a kid who's like who grew up with cops. My dad was a cop, so yeah. come at me if you want to have this discussion. But um, yeah, so my wife found this this show called Super Kitties on Disney Plus, and it's really similar to that. They're the cast that like solve crimes and stuff and stop crimes. But it's a kid show, so they do it by like being friends and like, you know, doing good deeds. That's and it's how you, uh that's how you destroy evil. Yeah, it's but the fucking theme song slaps dude. <laughs> <laughs> the theme song goes way harder than it has any right to. Like look up the Super Kitties theme song right now. I know we're getting a little off topic, but like not a lot happened this week, so just do it. <laughs> okay. This is Super like kitty. Like it's like levels like Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater. Like that theme, it's like it goes as hard as that. I'm not even kidding. There's no way. 
Dude, listen to it. I'm telling you. All right, here we go. It's still a kid show theme song, but it's not too complicated, but like, fucking goes hard, dude. Knocking. They transform into... Wow, okay, I thought you were exaggerating. It was literally... No, I'm telling you, it's fucking snake eater. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And with their talents combined, Wow. Okay. Well, then. It goes hard, dude. Super kiddies. I might have to watch that. <laughs> it's a kid show. It's a kid ass kid show. Like it doesn't. It's not like Bluey, where you can get some fun like watching as an adult. Like I still think it's a kid ass kid show. Wait, but that Bluey? Song, yeah, you never seen Bluey? What the fuck is Bluey, dude? I don't. The little, the, the little blue dog. You never seen it? I don't have kids, so. Dude, I'm, watch I'm Bluey. Not, I'm not in the loop anymore of what the, this kid shit is. Dude, so Bluey is uh, it's a kid show about a family of dogs, like anthropomorphic dogs. They're blue healers. Um, it's an Australian show. And oh. it is fucking hilarious. Like, it's legitimately like a really good show. Like, it's, it's a kid show, but it, it feels like it's written for, like, the parents watching the show with their kids. Yeah. Like, there are some jokes in there that I was like, I, don't, I didn't know you can make that joke, like, on a kid's show. Like, it's... <laughs> It's legit really funny. There's this part where, like, the character is, like, talking with his friend, and, like, the kids are, like, walking by, so you passively hear the conversation. And the dude's straight up talking about, like, having a vasectomy. Like, it's... <laughs> like, you, you get from the context and conversation, he's like, yeah, you know, man, like, I want to get the... I want to get it done, but, like, you know, I don't know if she still wants some, and, like, but I don't know if I want more. Like, can you imagine having a third one running around? I don't know, man. And I'm like, okay, that dude's straight up talking about getting like snipped and like <laughs> this is a kid show. <laughs> like, right, it's, it, yeah, check it out. It's funny as fuck. Um, yeah, it's funny as fuck. Um But yeah, that's all I use my Xbox for now because I have a kid and if Diablo 4, if I got Diablo on Xbox, I would definitely be playing it on that, but I got it on PC, so um I'll probably have some more insight on the the changes later, like next week or something, when it's old news. But I can say it, if what they're promising in that description is true. I'm excited because that that menu is garbage. It is so hard to like pull up stuff that like that you want to find specifically, pulling up your library. I feel like the PlayStation menu is very intuitive when it comes to that, and Xbox is still kind of be behind the game on it. Uh, so we'll see, like, how much it actually changes things. But, yeah, I don't, I don't have an opinion on it as of yet. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so moving on.
Uh, Armor Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, has got a new gameplay preview, and it looks fucking incredible, dude. It looks um, awesome. Yeah. It does look awesome. It does look awesome. I love the customization stuff. Um, I like games that do that. They give you a lot of customization, and they're level-based, so it's like, oh, if you die on the level, you can't pass it. Like, go back, change your shit around, and try again. Like, yeah. I love games that do that. Like, controversial opinion i like the chain of memories kingdom hearts game the the card based one because it encourages that kind of gameplay like if you have the boss like whooping your ass like change your deck and try again and you might have a better chance um and it seems like armor core 6 is kind of doing that with the way it lets you customize your mechs and the way the levels are they're, they're they're level based ass levels so you know once you get through it you finish the objective it's over it's not like this open world interconnected you know souls thing and i fucks with that <laughs> because that lets me know like if i if i if it scores me at the end of the level it's over dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> if yeah. it gives me a rating at the end of the level it's over like <laughs> um i like i like it i was i was worried that you know it'd be one of those mech ass mech games but this is not this is not that this is a yeah. third person fucking action game to the fullest yeah. man very movement heavy you're zipping around locking on and shooting and flying around it's it's great it looks great yeah it looks good as hell i'm like i really want to try it now um i was hearing good things about it there's this youtuber i like called uh iron pineapple he does a lot of like souls like reviews and he was talking about he played armor core 6 and he was saying how great it was and it's not like a souls ass game either like yeah a lot of people were worried that like it's gonna be like a souls like armor core game but that's not what it is so i want to check it out now and yeah dude this gameplay trailer like solidified it looks fun as hell and i can't wait to play it um yeah, what else we got? We also got uh, Path of Exile 2, their gameplay overview. I saw a little bit of it, and I meant to watch it, catch up on it as, as you're doing the podcast, but I played Diablo instead. Um, yeah, you, you should have you just watched this all the way through. I saw cause... a bit of it, and I was watching like the some of the gameplay in the beginning. It looked cool. And I saw clips, on because YouTube has that, like those YouTube shorts. Yeah. And a lot of like YouTubers were showing like out of context clips of it, like some high level play. And I saw some crazy shit, like some of these crazy just it's, screen clearing some like of the, builds. Yeah. A lot, a lot of the shit that they're doing with this game, you can't, you don't understand if you just look at it. Cause there's a guy talking in the, in this, in this video who's, he's explaining what's happening like under the, under the hood. And that I, what I caught some of the beginning when he was talking about how like so I guess that the game has a multi-class system. If you class in like strength and like intelligence, you get like you know a hybrid class. So there's like a class if you focus on one, and there's classes for each hybrid. But I guess now with the sequel, some of the abilities they want to introduce that introduce new hybrid classes to match those abilities. Yeah. So like a monk is now in this game, yeah. which is cool. Monks are cool. I like monks so. Monk was like my go-to class in Diablo three, so bring it on! Like I'll, pl yeah. I'll probably play it just for that, honestly. And um, he was saying with the monk too that uh, all of the all of the melee attack skills have movement attached to them too. 
So depending on what direction you're moving or if you're moving at all, it'll come out differently. It'll be like an advancing move or it'll be like it'll retreat if you're like moving away or if you're looking a certain way and you flick the mouse in a certain direction, it'll do the attack and then like whip it around. And like that shit is oh fucking crazy. God. What? It has That's like incredible. <laughs> it'll Ooh. auto path. It'll auto path around obstacles. So if there's like an obstacle in a way, it'll auto path around that obstacle. So you don't get like tripped up on like the environment. Uh, it's like oh my god, crazy shit like that. Um, all of the all of the skills have. Uh, they're they're like they're synergized with each other, but not in the way that's like, hey, this is ice and like this is ice. Um, it's in the way that um hey, this this attack will advance you to this position, which is a perfect position to uh use this skill, which at the at the edge, at the tail of this skill like he they they use this ice one as as an example which if you freeze a guy you can freeze a guy with your melee attack then there's a dodge that has no cooldown so you can use a dodge and dodge away and then it'll put you at the perfect distance to where this other ice attack if you use that at the specific distance the tail end of that attack uh has like extra damage and it'll shatter anything that else that's on ice and they like so they set up like combo skills to where you freeze a guy you dodge away then use this other ice attack and if you're at the right distance the end of that the tail end of that attack will do extra damage and shatter anything else is on ice Ooh, and i was like that Dude, is incredible you that guys is... are yeah stop i can only get so erect dude like you're gonna it hurts um, oh my god i I I gotta watch this now. Fuck, so like... they they showed the monk and they showed the the element the element the elementalist, elementalist yeah yeah uh class and it was the same thing it was like yeah we're gonna use this lightning move and then we're gonna use this ice shield and if something hits us when we got this ice shield up it'll like it has a chance of freezing them and if they freeze we can use this attack. And oh, they showed oh my god, they showed like multi uh multi we like weapon switching. So if you have like multi, they were like and they were super honest about like the current state of the game because they were like yeah you can do this right now in the current game but no one uses it so we change it here so that people are gonna want to use this. And what it is is that whatever as at least as a as a sorceress, whatever weapon you're holding, it augments your um. It augments your your elements for uh, a certain way. So if you're holding like a fire staff, it'll augment your fire abilities. And you're like, oh no! But what if like I put all my skills into like lightning shit? I'm never gonna want to use the staff. They have multi skill like branching skills. So you can set like you can set uh, your skill tree to be like, hey, when I'm holding a fire staff, when I'm holding weapon one, use this skill tree. When I'm holding weapon two, use a different skill tree so you oh can have oh my god that's great yeah yeah so you can have like a fire based skill tree and then you can switch to your like lightning weapon and so, it'll be a separate skill tree for like your lightning shit that's cool and then when you like, use when you use a lightning skill it'll auto switch your weapons to that weapon 
So like, hey, there's a lightning skill. Switch to my lightning weapon when I use it, and it'll also switch to your lightning skill tree. And I'm like, this is fucking insane. <laughs> Dude, I was literally thinking about this when I was playing uh, Diablo 2 a little while ago. Because like, I was like, this is switching weapons in the middle of like combat is useless if yeah. I can't switch my skills with it. And not yeah. just the skills I have available, but like the entire skill tree I've invested points in. I yeah. kept thinking to myself, like, it'd be so cool if a game let me switch between two, like, skills trees yeah, on the fly to, like, give me more variety. And I was like, but, a game, but that would never happen. And now, here it is. <laughs> like, that, that's why you have to cool. actually, like, watch this whole thing, because okay. they're, they're okay. explaining stuff that you can't, you can't just see it on the thing if you just watch that it. That is action. cool as hell. Yeah. Ooh, dude, this might... I just bought Diablo 4 and this might get me to to drop it. Yeah. That's what I, was like. I play I play a lot of Path of Exile, man. And the thing the thing I like about Path of Exile, which they reinforce here, is that there's no cool no cooldowns, which is a problem in Diablo. Cause it's just all it's like so many cooldowns that you're feeling like you're waiting for your cooldowns to expire so you can use your like your good moves. This game has no cooldowns and it has no um like i guess in in uh number two they're like they, there's no like resource either aside from like mana or whatever but you have like almost unlimited resource like you you can you have the 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 power to kind of just get attacks out there and it's just way more fun than diablo where you just i feel like you're just waiting for either your resource to come back or i have no mana or yeah. uh you're waiting for your cooldowns to um, re- uh, expire. Yeah, one thing about Diablo Four is that your basic skills are just there to like refill your your resources. Yeah, and if you're not firing off your core skill, you're not doing damage, basically. So yeah, and with this, that they're like, if they're they make it easy to like kind of fire off these skills without a lot of blading. Shit, <laughs> I got to get into this now. It's um yeah, especially when they said you can use a dodge with no cooldown. I'm like, they put a fucking cooldown on the dodge, man, and Diablo. I'm yeah. like, that's fucking insane cuz it it makes it completely useless. As soon as you use it once, you're like, well, now I can't dodge any more attacks for 7 seconds or however long it is. Yeah, no, I agree. That's something that was dumb like in an action game, the cooldown is like the animation of the dodge. <laughs> like that's the yeah, cooldown. Yeah. Yeah. And uh some games are like penalized if you keep spamming it you might like it might slow it down after consecutive hits but other than that like you can there's no limit to it and yeah yeah so, so to see this like this is i'm super excited doing, for this man they yeah, showed they showed, they showed one other thing where they showed a lot of the skills so you can slot different skills and different you already do this in base path of exile but they enhance the system even more since you're not like it's not you're not sliding stuff into your armor you just have a ability window where you're just slotting stuff into your abilities which is a much better system and they showed one skill with the uh the sorcerer which they had like a support skill that said hey whenever i use um whenever i like channel this ability i think they put it on their staff is like you slam your staff on the ground and whatever 
uh, thing you cast next comes out three times. So they said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. And they had another ability where it's like an, an aura that increases your like attack damage. Um, and they used all this stuff and then they had like a meteor strike, which you were like, yeah, it's super strong, but it's super slow. You really got to charge it up. So what they did was they, they, they like charge it up and they slam their, their staff and then they can, it comes out three times after that. Oh my God. That's <laughs> so it's like a three fucking meteor strikes that comes down. But then they also had, um, they also had like, they slotted in something that whenever they use a lightning attack, this, this meter charges up and when it, when it hits a hundred percent, whatever ability you slot in there, um, just comes out automatically when you use, when that meter fills up. So they like, um, it was like a lightning thing. It was like, oh yeah, when it when this charges up, just automatically cast this. And they put that meteor in there, so you didn't have to. They didn't have to like wait for it to cast. They just use lightning attacks, and it just automatically comes out. This strong ass meteor. I love that so much. Yeah. I love that so much. It's, it's like it's like the aspects of Diablo Four, but you're building your own aspect. Like, yeah, I love yeah, it. yeah. And that's stuff you can already do in Path of Exile, but they just double down on on that freedom. Okay, and I'm into it, it. Yeah. Some of my favorite abilities, one of the reasons I want to play the Druid so bad, because it has this uh this move that um it's like a, a trampling attack with its bear. And there's an aspect that have behind the trample it leaves like these landslide rocks, right? And there's an aspect you can attach to that to double those rocks, and there's another aspect to have it like trigger like uh a tornado or something when you cast those rocks so mm. stuff like that i like to see I like to see stuff that triggers stuff that triggers stuff that triggers stuff yeah that's the stuff i like to see and if i could like and you have to find the aspects that make you do it but if i could like make that shit in this game like i yeah. just put stuff together like hey when x happens uh occur y when y happens is a chance of triggering a or b and when a or b happens circle it back to x or something yeah yeah like i love that I love that. I'm getting yeah. a boner like talking about and that, this. And that's something that you also saw in like remember Undecember? That was another like free to play Diablo like. Yeah, but that had so many like annoying like free to play bullshit that I stopped yeah. playing it. Um, <laughs> but it did have like you could like chain your own skills and like create like something crazy like that too. Which that that's a bummer about Diablo, man. That's why I'm kind of like falling off of it a little bit, is because like these games do exist and they have existed for a while. Path of Exile has been out for a very long time, and I was hoping that they would steal some Path of Exile shit, man, because they've been doing it for a while. I was like, yeah, this is just better. This is just better. And they kind of do with the skill tree because the still skill tree still gives you a lot of customization, but yeah, it's those aspects though because the aspects are pre built, the legendary abilities are pre built, yeah. So you have to build your character around that, not the other way around. You're not building your gear around what you want to do, you're building your character around what the game tells you you can do, and yeah. which is fine to some extent because, like. When you get that cool shit off, you feel really cool and badass and strong, but it's at the trade-off of like the expression and the player freedom, which Path of Exile is like doubling down on, it seems like that that player freedom. Yeah. Like I'm watching the demonstration now and watching the monk like just dodge around and do attacks and like flip and God, it's, it's so, so cool. good. Like the movement it's... is just so good. Um 
Yeah, there was another thing they showed about the um the the skills in this game. You can kind of just craft your own skill and um like the way it works in Path of Exile now, the skills just drop and they're just predetermined skills. They're like, "Oh, this dropped from this enemy, and now I can slot it into my equipment." But in Path of Exile 2, you can drop uncut uncut gems which then you can craft those into any skill you would you just select it from this tree and say hey this is the skill i want and then slot it in it's it's great that is cool this is like remember that 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 superhero arpg uh Superfuse, remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, they showed off all this like customization you can do. It's got skill trees on skill trees. That's what yeah. Path of Exile is doing. Like, and I'm, I'm into that. Fuck. Okay. When is this coming out? Uh, <laughs> like at least another year. So <laughs> they said the closed beta is going to be June next year. So that's already that's just a closed beta. So that's not uh, even. I'll keep playing. I'll keep playing Diablo 4 until then. Yeah. Diablo I think 4 I, got a shelf life now. <laughs> I think I'm just going to, uh, I'm going to reinstall Path of Exile, dude. And just, at the very least, I want to, I want to give these guys money. This is a free to play game. So I'm probably going to just load it up and just buy something yeah. from their thing. That's your right next thing. Like, what's the monetization look like? Is it seriously just cosmetics that I'm paying for? Yeah. Yeah. Well, stash tabs you can buy stash tabs so that's you know that 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 doesn't have a gameplay advantage having more stash well i'll defend that because if you're into the game enough that you need more stash tabs to store like your gear and equipment and loot yeah maybe you should give them money if you're into the game enough that you need more room yeah yeah Know what I mean? Like, fucking Google Drive is free for like what the first gig. Anything after that, like you had to pay for it. Like, you know, it makes sense. Like that, that's the monetization. Hundred gigs. I can't remember. I don't fucking I remember. So. I'm just saying a number. Um, but that, that that makes sense to me. It's like, hey, here's a great game. We played it. You like it enough that like you have all this gear on hand. Give us some money to like store it. <laughs> Because yeah. if you're not in the game, you're not going to need it. So, yeah. Which makes sense. Like, okay, I'll I'll get into it then. I played a little bit of it that time we played together on stream, and I liked it. My my but only bummer, the only major bummer that I have is the controller support. Man, it's it's yeah, it's my main thing, and like, that's not a deal breaker for me. So yeah. So. I'm I'm hoping they get there with Passive Exile 2 with the controller because that is important for me. Is but... it Passive Exile on Xbox now? It has or controller it support. Up? It supports controller. It's just not great. It's still what? like you're still moving a cursor around the screen with uh, a, uh, okay. you know, it's, you're still doing that. Gotcha. But okay. It's better than it's better than most other games that do it but it's still not it's still nowhere near as good as diawa is what i'm saying yeah okay so, so I'll, I'll definitely pick this up then if it's not coming out for another year and fucking diablo's got a life a lifespan then it's got an yeah. expiration date now yeah um i'm gonna watch this whole demonstration later now you, you've got to watch it because it's yeah, very... i am for sure oh i am 
Um, up next, we got Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2. Got an announcement. So it's good, because those of you who don't know, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl came out, like, what, 2021? And yeah. it was very cheap. It was a very cheap game. It didn't have voice acting. It didn't have licensed music. Um, it was very bare bones for what it was trying to do. But the, the core was there. The skeleton was there. Um, All-Star Brawl 2 is improving all of that. Yeah, it's this... like All-Star Brawl 1 with a bigger budget. No better graphics, licensed music, proper voice acting. Um, I think all the characters in the first game are coming back to this one. Plus some new characters. So this is going to be cool. This looks cool as hell. I played a bit of All-Star Brawl. And I had some fun with it. Yeah. This, it looks fantastic. It looks like exactly what you want out of a brawl, like a Smash clone. Like, yeah. this is it, dude. Like, this, from the looks of it, comes the closest to anything else I've ever seen in terms of that Smash gameplay. You know what I'm talking about? Because, yeah. was it multiverses? Absolute dog shit. <laughs> People oh, like yeah. it, I guess, but it's oh, not at all. Much. They, they delisted it, didn't they? <laughs> well, they said it was still in beta when it came out. So they were like, yeah. "Okay, guys, we're transitioning out of beta, and we're gonna take we're gonna take the game down," which was yeah. idiotic. But yeah, so not because it was bad, just because they're the beta is like over. I guess I don't know. But yeah. This so, just looks. This looks good. Yeah. This looks really good. Um, I can't wait to see this come out. Like I, said, I played the first one. I liked it. I had fun with it. Um, I, I played it after the update, so they added like voice acting and stuff. But this is like all of that plus licensed music plus like better graphics, better character models, smoother animations, like. This is like the improvement to it that everybody will. This is the, this game is what everyone wanted the first game to be. Yeah. And I'm I'm here for it, dude. Like bring it on. I'm here for it. Um. Up next, we got Caves of Quad. Cude. Quad. Yep. What is this? What am I looking <laughs> at? So Caves of Cud, I guess is how you, I don't know. I don't even know how you pronounce it. But it's a roguelike in the most traditional like sense, yeah. yeah. And uh, the strength of this game is that, you know, almost like anything is possible. This game's been in early access for, I think, like eight years, nine years, almost 10 years, I guess. It's been in early access. And it's basically the... Um, it's the roguelike equivalent of Dwarf Fortress, I guess. If you know what that is, yeah, I, I, I've I've heard of it. It's like it's just, it's, it looks like it's got mechanics on top of mechanics on top of mechanics that yeah, like yeah work off of each other, which yeah. I like. You know, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom do that. Yeah. And, yeah, it's base. It's a mechanics heavy, heavy roguelike, and um, I can't even begin to get get into <laughs> the the specifics of this game. But 
Those are I'm watching of... this like, yeah, I'm watching this like this 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 trailer, and it's like it's just talking about like a run. It's like, oh, here's how this run went. I swap by to the door, and I'm like, okay, this is insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he dies okay, by I'm getting slammed this. to death. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into this. <laughs> I'm into this. Um. Um, all right I've, it's coming out 2024 it's on the it's I'm, I'm this game's on my radar now <laughs> yeah i've had this game i've owned this for some time now and they've only recently added controller support which i didn't even know they did until i looked it up so yeah. it's one of those games where you're like they would never this would never work on a controller there's just so many different things you can do so i'm curious to see how it works on the controller there's a review up there's, there's a review that i uh i linked here yeah from uh I'll check that out for sure it is fucking hilarious <laughs> i'll check uh, it out for sure now. Uh, seth, like, seth cool. gaming i i subscribe to this channel after i um watch this review because it is more in depth than you think a joke review would be but yeah um it's a great review and it's very funny so check, check that I'll out i'll check it out i'll check it out for sure then um seven here yeah I'm, I'm I'm adding it to my library to watch later. Um, up next we got Resident Evil, the Seamless HD project. I didn't even know this project was a thing. This is the first time I heard of this. Yeah, me too. And this looks cool. Yeah, it's an HD uh, it's an HD texture pack for the original Resident Evil, not the RE remake that we got on like modern consoles, but like the original Resident Evil. Yeah, and. It uses AI upscaling to scale up the pre-rendered models in the background, so they don't have a lot of the digital, um, the digital artifacts, right? That were in the back, the original, the yeah. uh, the compression that was there in the original, the color banding that was in the original. It's like it's all gone. It's cleaned up, and yeah. the models got scaled up a little bit too to match that. It yeah. looks like from the demonstration, you're still in full screen, so it doesn't have a widescreen support, which makes sense. Like those models were built in full screen. Um, what's incredible, though, is that this upscaling changes every single aspect of the game. Like if you look at the one minute mark, the fucking directions for the spray can are on are visible. You can actually read those. <laughs> that is crazy to me. Yeah, they even um, they even upscaled perfect. all the um yeah they upscaled all of the CG cinematics too. Yeah, everything just got scaled up with the AI upscaling, which I think is the best way to use like AI, honestly, because it can clean up these these assets in a way that you couldn't before. Like the only way to, to fix these assets would have been to remake them. I would That's imagine. A lot of I think they did do some manual redrawing too. Yeah, I, there's, there's no way some that's getting done. There's um, no way AI can get this the text on this can here. There's no way. But that if you look happen. at the can though, let's look at how the text is displayed. It's like kind of crooked, and a lot of the yeah imagery there is like not like it's not perfect. But I refuse to believe an AI is that accurate enough to to do that <laughs> like that has to have some human interference there to an extent i would think so yeah and that's why this looks good like my only complaint is scaling up the models like really make you see like how low res those models really were yeah um because you know back in the day 
you had uh, CRTs and the low resolution of those. So that kind of worked as like a built-in anti-aliasing, right? To make it look smoother. And so you really get to see like how jagged and clunky some of these models look. So I hope that they introduce like a filter to kind of put that over it again. I know it sounds redundant, but to put like a CRT filter to help clean some of those up a little bit so it doesn't look so jagged maybe or something else to clean it because this doesn't look as good as like I remember, right? Like it yeah. looks worse than I remember. And it's because it is worse than I remember. It doesn't have that uh, <laughs> a CRT effect like hiding some of the blemishes um, versus a project like the RE4 HD project that like they redid the textures by hand and made it look even better than it was in the original yeah this looks about as good as it was in the original the models at least does that, does that make sense like <laughs> i'm trying to say here these are the original low texture models just upscaled to a higher resolution where yeah. the re4 hd project they redid all these textures in a higher resolution. And so even though the textures had a lot of detail to them, they like redid the texture so it looks like a more modern game. And this didn't do that. Uh, it's just upscaled what we already had to 1080p um, or 4K, I think is what it's called, they're targeting to, which is fine. Like that's, that's cool, don't get me wrong. It's still cool, it's a lot of work to do that, but it, it preserves the original game in a ha in a in a half measure. I sound really mean the way I'm saying it, but <laughs> I'm not trying to be. Um, it looks good. It looks cool. Someone who's played Resident Evil a lot, like this, looks really cool. I like it, and I'll probably like download this eventually. I don't have a. I don't even know where to get RE1 on PC, like the original RE1. Yeah, I think I think their website just your website just might just let you download it. Maybe yeah. <laughs> I think Capcom doesn't really care about OG Resident Evil anymore. Like when the remake came out on GameCube, that's the one that they remade for modern systems. So I don't think Capcom even cares about the original Resident Evil anymore. Yeah, because that's not canon anymore. Um, but yeah. I'll definitely try it out. As someone who's played Resident Evil a lot, I'll definitely try it out and play it. Because it looks cool. I like what they did with it. It looks really good, despite like the criticism I have, but it does look good. It's really good looking. And it does preserve that original game quite a bit. Um, moving on to game releases, we got F1 Manager dropping July 31st for yes. everything. So... Do you like Formula One racing, but not actually the driving part of it? <laughs> Do you want to manage a Formula One racing team? Get this game, because that's what this is. Some um, people some people are really into this shit, so. I know, some people are. And, like, that's, that's the thing. You know, different strokes, different folks, man. I'm not going to shit on what, you know, gets someone through their day. Um, that's not my cup of tea at all. But, you know, if this is your thing, good on you, man. Enjoy it. Uh, enjoy it. Don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. We got Rise of the Triad Ludicrous Edition coming out on PC. Luda. <laughs> that was the first thing I fucking thought when I saw this. <laughs> uh, Rise of the Triad is uh, is an older like first person shooter that's apparently pretty good. Like I've heard a lot of people talk about how fun it is, and this is like another 
remake slash remaster of that game. I think I got one remaster years ago, and this is like an improvement from that. Uh, it looks cool. I'm not a, I've never played Rise of Triad. I have zero like nostalgia for Rise of Triad, so maybe it's good. Oh, I like I the, um, I like the little behind the scenes thing, or I mean, I hope, I don't know if it includes that, but I like them, them showing like capturing the, uh, the, the like digitized enemies. Like, that's cool as shit. Oh, yeah. I want more of that. I want more, like, here's how this game was made footage, or like, here's interviews with the developers and that kind of shit. Um, yeah. Big like, surprise. This is from uh, Night Dive. So they've been fucking killing it with their remasters. Like, oh, is it? Oh, it is. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I hope it does have some like behind the scenes, like interviews or shit included in the game. Because, yeah, that's that stuff's really cool to just to see, like, hey, yeah, here's how this game was made, or yeah, I want to see more of that too. Um, is there a dog character in this game? What is I that? Guess. I guess. Okay. I don't know. I never played this game. Yeah. Well. Um, moving up, we got Venba releasing July 31st for PC, Switch, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. Uh, this is a narrative cooking game where you play as an Indian mom who immigrates to Canada and you cook various dishes and restore all lost recipes. It's a cute little game. I like this. Oh yeah, they've shown this on, I think the Switch Nintendo's shown this on their little, little indie showcase. I like this. The, the idea of this, like, you know, moving to another country, immigrating to another country and losing sort of your culture like that in the food and trying to recreate that as best as you can with what's available to you. That's, that's really cool. That kind of goes into what we were talking about earlier with like all this hybrid, like food places I was talking about. A lot yeah. of where that is where it comes from. It's like people, uh, incorporating like their cultural recipes into what's available in the country they're living in and yeah. getting this. That's neat. And I might learn, I might actually learn some pretty cool recipes here from this. So that's, that's cool. Yeah, hopefully there's like an actual cookbook and recipe book that you can use to yeah. make some of the dishes. Yeah, so go check this out. Like, I, I'm kind of into this, I think. I think I'm really into this. Um, Tuesday, August 1st, we got Akiba's Trip. Akiba's Trip. Undead and Undressed. <laughs> I can't cut. believe, I can't believe there. I, I don't think there's a page for this yet. But It's on Steam, like... Well, this is the original. Oh, that's the original, yeah. Uh, the director's cut. I don't know the what the cut? I don't know what the director's cut is because there's no page for it. So, but, those of you who don't know, Akiba's Trip is a. It's like a brawler, like beat 'em up, yeah. but you're fighting vampires who only melt in the sun if they're completely naked. So you got to beat the fuck out of them and strip them naked so they can die. Yeah. Um, if it sounds stupid and ridiculous and pervy, that's because it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, they put out a sequel to this, by the way. There is a second game, so I don't know yeah. why they're going back to this first game. But uh, I don't know. Um, it's not like a porn game. At least I don't think it is. Like it's a perverted it's, game. But it's not a porn game. Like the characters aren't like. Yeah. fully nude i think like yeah yeah maybe the director's cut like yeah yeah i don't think you're gonna see like 
you know, nipples in this game. Um, but I have no idea. This game is like weird. Like this is a this is a weird concept. I can't something about like beating the fuck out of women and stripping them naked is like not appealing to me. I don't know what it is. Yeah, there's men. There's <laughs> men too. So just beating the fuck out of anybody, stripping them naked is like not something. I <laughs> um, but I think those same developers made um. Oh my god, what was another game? Uppers, I think that they made uppers, and that's a game I really want to play. Uppers. Yeah, so that's a similar type of game, but like, it's a brawler, and I don't think it's the same developers, but it's a similar type of idea. So it's a brawler, and you beat the fuck out of guys, but the gimmick is that there's like hordes of like horny women cheering you on, and your style meter is like how hot and bothered you get these girls. How have I never heard of this? I think I talked about it once before. It was a Vita game that came out in Japan that was apparently like a really fucking good game. That never got over here. Uh, and then it got released on Steam in like 2020, I think. And it's like $20. So I might, I, I kind of want to pick this up. I heard good things about it. I heard it's like a, it's a legit, like a really fun brawler. And like there's women like surrounding, like cheering you on. And that's what like, that's what your style meter is. It's like getting <laughs> these women all hot and bothered while you beat the fuck out of these dudes. And they could like throw you gifts. The better you're doing, they can throw you gifts and give you like stuff to like boost to like to uh, up your stats during the fight. Like there's like a whole thing surrounding this. <laughs> yeah, this is going in the wish list. Yeah, so if you want to play like something like Senran Kagura or like Akiba's Trip, but actually good, <laughs> like Uppers might be the one that does it. Um, Cut the Rope Daily is coming out on mobile. What? What? Yeah. What is this? I'm not sure what it is exactly. Netflix is publishing it. One puzzle each day? Is that what it says? That's what the trailer said, yeah. So is it just like... A single daily challenge for the whole world. You can really show who's the smartest here. Exclusive for Netflix members. Yeah, so those who don't know, Netflix like publishes games. And you can actually, if you have the Netflix app on your phone, you can download the games and play them. And you're not streaming them. You're like downloading it to your phone to play. It just checks that you have an active Netflix account to let you play. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if, um, I wonder if you get multiple attempts at the at this level, no idea. I have it's no like idea. A, it's uh, like the elusive target from Hitman. Like you only get one chance. If you fuck it up, he gets away. Maybe I don't know. That'd be cool. Netflix has some pretty good games out there that nobody plays. Like if you download the Netflix app, you can play Oxen Free One and Two. They're both just available on it. Nice. Um, the Ninja Turtles game is available on it. Uh, what is it? Um, Shredder's Revenge. You can play that on mobile for free with the Netflix account. Um, Moonlighter is on there too. Um, a couple other games, so check it out. Um, August 2nd for PC, PS5, and Series X, we have Oceanhorn 2 Knights of the Lost Realm. I've heard of these games. The, the first Oceanhorn was like, like, a, like a 2D isometric Zelda clone. This is like a 3D Zelda clone. Yeah. This is getting purchased. <laughs> yeah? Wait, is this going to be on Game Pass? I feel like this is a Game Pass game. 
I have no idea. Like something, something in my heart tells me that this will be on Game Pass. You played the first Ocean Horn, right? And you liked it. I played it a little bit, not enough. Yeah. I remember. I, I'm reminded that I do own that game now, though. This is like this is like a budget Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it was even got like ship sailing. Yeah. It's got like a party system, it looks like. Okay, this could be cool. If it's different enough to like give me something cool, like I might be into it. Because the first Ocean Farm was like, oh, here's like Zelda, but not as good. It's like, hey, here's a game inspired by Zelda, but it's it's different enough that like you won't feel like you're just playing a Zelda game. Yeah. Um I don't know, the animation's kind of clunky for me. I don't know if I can get into that. Um, oh, it looks fine. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. I'll fucking, I'll wait for this to come out. I'll give it a shot. It looks cool. Um, that's all It's coming out August 2nd. August 3rd, we got a Guidebook of Babel releasing on PC and Switch. It's a adventure game with a butterfly effect system. <laughs> That's all I could really see here. Um, oh, it's got like, puzzles on puzzles. Okay. Okay, it looks pretty cool. Looks like it's a. Uh, looks like like when you die, like every choice you make like affects the game, and when you die, you get started over. So it looks like it's not a long game, but it's the the possibilities is like the the replay value is what you're playing it for. And it's got like, a time manipulation system too to like change how events play out okay that's cool i can i can get into that i like that uh next we got a door coming out on pc switch ps4 ps5 xbox one and series x it's an action creature collecting game so like diablo and pokemon i'm into that interesting i'm into that okay this looks cool I say Diablo and Pokemon, but it looks like it's more just the summoning classes from Diablo. <laughs> just made into a whole game. Uh... Okay, this could be cool. I'll keep an eye on it. I don't know if I'm like sold on it yet, but yeah. I'll keep an eye on it. Uh, Boulder's Gate 3 is finally releasing on PC coming August 3rd crazy yeah it's coming out of early access finally this game looks this is the game where not only can you have sex with your party members but if your party members are druid you can have sex with them in their animal form so <laughs> this game gives you that kind of freedom this is like a D based game like as hard as it can go like this is go anywhere do anything as long as the 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 roles as long as you make the role, you can do it. Um, I haven't seen any, like, gameplay. Like, what is the, what form? Is this, like, an action RPG? Is a strategy no, RPG? It's a tactics? It's a turn-based oh, tactics RPG. I'm out. So it's following the D&D &D formula. So there's characters on a map. You may take turns moving each character, picking commands. Nah. So it is D&D &D as fuck. Um, 
this could be cool. Just from the storytelling stuff that it makes lets you make your own characters following like the 5e rule set. I can get into this. Crown of the Magister did something super similar, and I like that a lot. And this is like an actually licensed D&D game, so I might be able to get into that. I might have some fun with this. Um, moving on, we got Black Skyline, Skylands. Become the captain of an airship and explore the worlds of the skies. Gather resources and build powerful weapons. Uncover ancient secrets and fight beneath your ship's sails. This looks okay. <laughs> I feel like I've seen this game before, but... Yeah. I, would, I can't put I my don't. finger on it. It looks really familiar. Yeah. So it's like an overhead, a 2D overhead, like, air combat game. But not like a bullet hell shooter. Oh, there's some ground stuff, too. Okay, that's cool. It's a twin stick shooter, too. Okay, this looks cool. And it's oh. open world with pixel graphics. Okay, now that's different. This is different. The ground yeah. stuff is different. God, I feel like there's a game that does the air combat. What the fuck? Someone's going to mention it in one of these reviews, right? Yeah. This looks cool. The reviews are mostly mixed, though. I wonder why. It's a completely game, different game from the demo. I guess what we're seeing in the trailer here is not like indicative of what's actually in the game. And that's where a lot of the criticism is coming from. I'll wait for some reviews to come out for it before I like, I'll wait till the game releases and see what the final reviews look like. Cause it looks like it's like a shipbuilding game with like aerial combat. There's some ground stuff too you can do. Like this looks pretty cool. Like I can, I can see myself getting into this. But I'll wait till some of the other reviews come out. Um, yeah, it's half off on Green Man right now, so uh, there you go. <laughs> game, game, billet. Uh, next, we got Flutter Away. Enjoy the serenity of the Amazon rainforest in this cozy, short nature exploration game. As a butterfly researcher on a five-day camping trip, explore nearby tracks, take photos, meet animal friends, and journal the discoveries found along the way. This looks nice. This looks peaceful. <laughs> yeah. There's a capybara on the cover of that. Look at that cool thing. <laughs> Fun fact, those are rats. Oh, yeah. They're related to rats. They look like dogs, but they're rats. They're in the rat family. They're adorable as fuck, though. Um, this looks like a chill game. Yeah, it looks chill. I can I can get into this. Next, we got how do you pronounce this again? Weiss Spike, Weiss Spike Survivor, Sword of the Necromancer. Yeah. Oh yeah, we, this we is like, talked about this. Yeah, we before. talked about this last week. Yeah, this is that uh, Vampire Survivors like, but it's got some like farming, farming. elements between yeah. levels. Yeah, and you can you can farm like equipment and like creatures to fight with you on the next round. Like, yeah. There's some cool stuff in here. The recent reviews are mostly mixed, though, so I'm a little <laughs> worried because yeah. the, the concept sounds cool, but... 
I mean, there's not many reviews, but yeah, most of them seem negative. TLDR, there isn't enough content in this game for it to be non-early access. Oh. Farming thing is interesting, but not good enough to carry the game. Oh, okay, that's a bummer. Well, the game's only $3, like, you know. Well, 20 minutes to dawn is also like, like $5, $3, and that game is like incredible. That is yeah. incredible, like, like reimagining of that like genre. Yeah, wake me up when uh, 20 minutes till dawn gets an upgrade. Um, <laughs> no, jokes aside, like, I had some, some hope for this game, but if it's like, if it's not really using its like farming, creature farming thing to like its fullest potential, have to wait on it i mean i'll see it's coming out august 3rd like i'll check it out when it comes out on xbox one and series x it'll probably be like a game pass game that day like so i'll check it out yeah um and that's gonna do it man that's everything everybody thank you guys so much for coming and saying hi in the chat and saying hi in the discord and hearing me talk about ramen for the first like 30 minutes of the show um I love doing this, man. Wasabi, watch other people that can find us, dude. Guys, you can go to gameverse.com, gameverse.com slash Twitch, gameverse.com slash YouTube, gameverse.com slash Discord. And uh, yeah, you know, hop on that Discord, play some video games with us, talk about video games with us, load up that Diablo, load up that Path of Exile, load up yeah. that. Uh, Load up that Forspoken. And <laughs> <laughs> well, now, everybody, be cool, be safe, be excellent to each other, and we'll see you guys same time next week. Yes. Bye.